Welcome to Conspiracy What? What? The show where we go over random conspiracies, cryptids, cults, disappearances, Wait, all kinds of good cults. stuff. No, but we will. <laughs> Don't you worry. We'll eventually find one. The Avril Levine is dead is kind of a cult. Like, sure. That's a, we'll go with that. Flat one. Earth is kind of a cult. We haven't done Flat Earth though. Donut Earth is kind of a cult. Hi, I'm Allie. I'm Cameron. And today we are going over a cryptid, one of the most famous, one of the most well known, one of the most confusing histories since he seems to be talked about like he's been around forever, or she. But. Actually, he's only been around for less time than I have. So, But more time than I have. But more time than you. <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking about the El Chupacabra. Stop doing that. <laughs> the the Chupacabra. Or the the goat sucker. Mm-hmm. But wait, what's the full word? Goat sucker. What's it? Yeah. Oh. No. Chupar means to, to suck, suck. And, and cabras goats. means goat. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So it so, just means goat sucker so in Spanish. So the, the, to suck goats. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as El Chupacabra. Uh, so this creature, like I said, there's a lot of shows that seem to talk about, seems, makes it look like this thing's been around since forever. And Most, some of those lovely conspiracy sites where the background is neon green and the text is neon pink. Yes. Those easy sites to read. Black and white's fine, guys. <laughs> You're not going to get your text across any easier just because it's neon. But yeah, this thing has been around since apparently the 1960s. I cannot find a recorded sighting from the 1960s. Yeah, most things just say it's been around since the 1960s. I've, cool. I found one thing that said 1970s, and it was like, and here's the account. And I didn't find the account. It was just like, it's been around since the 1970s. So... We, I found it, so we'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, but we do have the sighting that is considered the original sighting, for the most part, in 1995. It's like most things that we do, there's usually like a, especially with cryptids, there's usually like a peak where it's sort of talked about before and they kind of compile folklore. And then there's a point where it's like, oh, now it's the... The El Chupacabra. <laughs> yeah, and this this sighting was in uh, Puerto Rico. Sightings uh, were reported from there and then throughout the Americas, and then they've come to the United States since, and that's kind of where the cryptid is really blown up. That's where most people investigate it. Texas. It is in Texas. Ugh. Yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas, except for the Chupacabra. It's actually <laughs> smaller. Actually, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> but that let's let's... Oh, just in case you don't know. The chupacabra is a blood-sucking demon creature with red eyes, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes tall and two-legged, sometimes short and four-legged. Yeah, but but what... basically, it it leaves its prey completely drained of blood, but otherwise uneaten. Yeah, and that's that's what it's known for, is like, oh, it murders our chickens, (laughs) which is basically what it does in Texas, and it originally murdered goats, but... I don't know. Goats were too hard to pin down, so chickens are much smaller. So what should it be called in Spanish? Uh, El Chupapollo? Sounds weird. <laughs> I don't think that's how that Chicken works. sucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but So what does it look like? What descriptions do we have here? Well, <laughs> um, we're just going to go off of this, like, the 1995 sighting is the first one. Yeah. Just because that's where basically all the story is the 70s one is we'll talk about that it's a little different but basically in the 90s the first sighting of this described it as a creature that stood upright and resembled a large reptilian kangaroo with huge red eyes basically a lot more alien like um it was four or five feet tall it had spikes running down its back and long claws which is way different than what we think it is now which is more of just like a smaller creature, like dog or coyote size, like a medium-sized dog that walks on all fours and is hairless. Yeah. And basically the only weird things that anyone ever says about it is that it has sharp fangs, which dogs have sharp fangs. But it has sharp fangs and apparently long hind legs that are like longer than its front legs. Yeah. And I've <laughs> I found a few 
on one of those conspiracy sites with the neon text. I found one that said it may fly or leap with powerful monkey-like hind legs. Yeah, I know some people think that it flies, even though the dog thing doesn't really... I think they use that as like a, how have they never caught it? Because it can fly over you. I'm... Yeah, that seems fair. It's like, the, <laughs> no. <laughs> like what, is, what is the other one? Uh, the Jumpin' Jack one? What? Jackrabbit? No. That's a jackrabbit. No, no, not a jackrabbit. <laughs> Springheel Jack. The folklore, the English folklore. Springheel Jack. Okay, cool. But what happened to the livestock? Murdered. Livestock has been found multiple times in these cases, and they always have a puncture wound on their neck. I don't see if they usually, usually typically have like another puncture wound somewhere else, but I assume they probably do that they don't yeah. mention. But usually there's puncture marks on their neck, and they don't have any blood, as in when you cut them open, no blood comes out. So they're Important. considered dry um, in terms of blood. And... Basically, people assume that what's happening is, is something is biting in with these fangs, going all vampire bat here, and then sucking out the blood, which, just so people know, vampire bats don't suck out blood. No. <laughs> they bite and then lick the blood. Mm-hmm. But that's what people think is happening here, is... Cattle mutilation with a vampire twist. With a dog... I want someone put a straw in your dog's mouth and see if it can suck through the straw. <laughs> do dogs even know how to do that? Spoiler alert, they cannot suck. They don't have the ability to. Anyway. So they have found things ranging from tiny little bunny rabbits to whole ass cows. Yes. It's basically anything that lives gets brutally murdered and then just kind of left there with no blood. No jackalopes yet, though, which would be helpful because then we (laughs) know jackalopes are real. If one cryptid revealed another cryptid to us. If someone ever catches a chupacabra catching a jackalope, it would blow the whole world apart. <laughs> Lauren uh, Coleman would have a heyday. But let's, let's go into like what the witness accounts are and why people think this thing exists in the first place. So we talked about that one bitch. Yes. In 1995. That's kind of rude, though. That one chick. Yeah. Her name is Madeline Tolentino. Mm-hmm. She lived <laughs> in Canav- Canavanas, a town in, east, in the east of Puerto Rico. Um, in 1995, she spotted a scary alien-like creature out her window. She says in her story that while watching the creature, she realized with a chill that it was staring right back at her. She screamed and it ran away into the forest. According to her tale, her mother and a local boy went running after the chupacabra, assuming it was a chupacabra. So the boy claims that he caught it, wrestled with it, and then pried its mouth open to reveal wicked fangs. The boy said the feathers on the creature's back were really sharp quills. So they weren't feathers? No, they were sharp spikes. Okay. And then it was from this this story where it kind of blew up in the area. And then there was a whole bunch of sightings in Puerto Rico in 1995. And also a ton of livestock drained of blood. So something was killing livestock in the area. Yeah. Apparently a very large alien-like reptilian kangaroo monster. Yeah. With glowing red eyes and uh, wicked fangs and not feather sharp quills. Yeah. Now, this is just one half of the story. I mean, it's been changed multiple times by those exact people. So, you know, witness testimony. Extremely reliable. And then uh, Nick Redfern himself actually said that her story changed everything. Everything. I don't know what that means. Those are the two words that are quoted. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is just like a big witness case. So that's why her story changed everything. But yeah, but she's the first one. She's she's supposedly the first one. Right. With that blew up this story in Puerto Rico in the 90s. Right. Now, something else that happened in the 90s was the movie Species came out. Yeah. In this exact year. And so there's a lot of skeptics that say that she was influenced by the movie Species. It's It wasn't even actually a skeptic necessarily. One of the guys that was heavily researching it, he came to that conclusion himself. Which, but she doesn't. The the species chick does not look like a reptilian kangaroo with no, spikes. No, I can see some similarities, and I could see how that would like morph in your mind. It's like the telephone game, but for monsters, where like you <laughs> see one in a movie, and your memory is like half remembering it, but you think you're seeing something else. I mean, it it makes me question whether or not she. The, the only thing I could think of in this situation is she may have seen species and then she saw like a wolf outside of her window and in her brain, she's like connecting the two and then she's just 
gelling them as one monster, but it seems a little over the top and absurd. Yeah, it's... I mean, look it up, guys. Tell me if that looks like the Chupacabra, because I don't think it does. No. <laughs> I don't really think it does, and it especially doesn't look like the later sightings at all. No. It's not even close to those. But those are also kind of different than hers, too. So... So, after hers, we get seriously, like, shitloads of uh, sightings after this. All right, so here's a nice list. A nice comprehensive list uh, in in timeline order, more or less, of Chupacabra sightings. Okay? So, in Oracovis, farmers found eight sheep completely drained of blood. Each bore the puncture wounds. In Guanica, 44-year-old... Uh, Osvaldo Claudio Rosado claimed to have been grabbed from be- <laughs> claimed to have been grabbed from behind by a gorilla. Puerto Rico has no gorillas. After fighting off the creature, Rosado needed treatment for scratches and cuts around his torso. Chickens and cows died nearby soon thereafter of single wounds to the neck. The si- the blood was simply gone. I don't really know how the gorilla goes into that one, but. I mean, I just, I feel like it's just like he was grabbed by something large that seemed like it would have had to have been like a gorilla in their mind. I'm pretty sure if he was grabbed by a gorilla, he would be dead. Well, I think the point is that he was, he had nothing to compare it to, so he said gorilla because he's talking about something that's large and strong and probably hairy that grabbed him, which could be like a Dwayne Johnson-sized homeless man that just wanted food. So, yeah, possibility. So in the same town where... Uh, Tolentino was in Canovanas. Uh, livestock deaths reached into the hundreds. The mayor raised a posse of volunteers and personally hunted every re- every week for the creature for nearly a year. They had rifles and a caged goat. You know, bait. I should have just called him the new Roosevelt. And he never caught it. But he was, however, re-elected. Well, I mean, if you're going to hunt if, down... I don't know a, if that was why. It just, like, it said that in the story. Like, he was reelected. I don't know if it was, like, he was reelected because he decided to hunt the chupacabra, but good on him. I mean, he was willing to go out and hunt a possibly dangerous creature that could have that could have been around, or at least dangerous like something. So, Or it could have been a gorilla, maybe, an escaped gorilla from a zoo. <laughs> Did they have zoos in Puerto Rico? I've never been. <laughs> so. so in uh, Taurus... Torresia Baja, a woman found a chicken dead of perforations in the neck, her cat dead with his genitals gone, and her guinea pigs with their throats slit. That doesn't quite sound the same. Who slits a guinea pig's throat? Right? Like, Jesus. Good <laughs> Apparently God. a chupacabra. I don't know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what, did, what did it have to gain? Dogs can't suck, Cameron. They but use their tongues Did it use, ladles. like, a razor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Chupacabra carries around razors. Also, Puerto Rico does have many zoos. Okay. So. Uh, and then 69 chickens, goats, and ducks were found dead. We're moving into the Americas. Um, into the USA, I mean. On a Florida lawn, again, with their blood drained. And then Michigan and Oregon, which was totally random all the way across the country, suffered subsequent attacks. So there was a, just zipping around. I know. There was a rash of blood suckings in Mexico. That created a minor media sensation by late 1996. Hundreds of armed officers undertook a massive search around the area. Massive search of the area around Kalama, hunting the Chupacabra specifically. But night patrols never found anything. And then the media sensation kind of died. Yeah. And this is important because it kind of went away for like four years. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like 95 and 96 and that was Yeah. I mean, it was a spontaneous outbreak of people panicking, freaking out, and then it was gone. So... Though which is kind of similar to, what is the other cryptid that we did? The Snallygaster. The Snallygaster. Similar <laughs> thing, where like it kind of disappears. So the Snallygaster was like 20 years, and then it came oh, back. Oh yeah, it was like forever. But this is four years still, which is quite a bit of time for it to just kind of disappear, and for everybody to be like, we spent a bunch of military funds on this, and now we don't care anymore. I know, that's the funny thing, is actually a lot of things were deployed to actually hunt this thing. Yeah. But like they never found anything. Right, and then in 2000... A Nicaraguan rancher found a hairless canine-like creature, and his livestock had been attacked in those past weeks as well, After or uh, just before he had found this. And that's all the information we have on that one. But, mm-hmm. it, in other words, the creature popped back up again. And then, we don't have anything until 2007. 
So you get one more random attack, and then seven years go by, and you get another attack. And this is one of the most important ones, and a lot more recent than you would think, just because, like, I would think that something like this would have happened, like, back in the 90s, but instead we have it as, I mean, 13, 14 years ago. In Texas. In Texas, and a woman by the name of Phyllis Canyon. Uh, she, it's hard to say, she either found this thing dead, or she killed it herself. And it was on her property, on her ranch. Killing and chicken. she describes it as the most repeated phrase in this entire <laughs> investigation, nothing I've ever seen. Which well, in is Texas, you don't see a lot. Just every single person that comes across the chupacabra in Texas, they describe it as nothing I've ever seen before. Because they all claim that they've been hunting a lot, so they should know what this thing is. Uh, yeah, she's funny. I'm going to talk about her more. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she found one. And yeah. And, you know, made the comment everyone else does. <laughs> right, yeah. So she found this thing. Uh, she eventually is going to have DNA testing done on it. I was, I'm going to loop that into a fun bit okay. after this. Yeah, so we'll we'll go talk about more about kind of what she found. But essentially... She thinks she found a chupacabra, and she still thinks that to this day. Mm-hmm. So she is positive she found one. And it seems like this is about when it started to suddenly blow up again in Texas. Yes. So then, two thousand. So then, in two thousand eleven, she became famous because she uh, she puts the thing in, like she taxidermies it. And she puts it on display. Yeah. So multiple people around Texas now have seen this thing. So now everybody with a gun is looking. <laughs> For a dog-like creature to shoot, which yeah. in Texas is a bad idea. Welcome to America. And a lot of dogs specifically also have mange in Texas, so they're also, they have, they have no hair. Mm-hmm. So they look like weird reptilian fanged creatures that are hobbling monsters. around and honestly just need love. <laughs> but we then have, in 2011... One of the biggest cases that happened with the chupacabra, even bigger than uh, Phyllis, we have Carter Pope slash Carter Sinclair. He's got both names in multiple different articles. I don't know which one is his actual name, That's but weird. he is listed as Carter Pope and Carter Sinclair. If you look up, I, if you look up different versions of his name, you get different articles. So that's the same story, but it's the same story. It's the same kid, but I had to look up both versions of the name to get the complete story. I, I had to put if, together tons of different articles. I wonder if it's one of those situations where initially they used a fake name and then somebody found out his real name. Probably. And they posted it yeah. Anyway. I think Carter Pope is his real name, Okay. but I couldn't tell. But anyway, he sees on his family's property. They also own a ranch. What he thinks is a, chupacabra he's quoted as saying it looks like the chupacabra and then this thing is about 200 feet off of their property mm-hmm. so he runs to get a gun then he runs to go to the creature this 13 year old and he promptly kills it with three rounds mm-hmm. so his first reaction is oh my god that's the chupacabra he shoots it to death uh and then he takes a photo with it and he sends it to get uh, a DNA test and the fur tested, and which I'll get to in a minute. But he describes this thing as hairless with shriveled back legs and quoted, like nothing I'd ever seen before. <laughs> so, again, Original. similar thing. But this kid specifically is important because he. this is not just some random 13-year-old in Texas multiple years later who also killed a chupacabra. This is a kid who knew Phyllis Canyon and had seen the taxidermy on display more than once and i from what it sounded like like, fascinated with it well right and that was four years prior so he was pretty young when he first saw it so he's growing up with this fascination this belief that chupacabra is real because his neighbor has one and from what i read it sounds like he might have seen the creature before it was even taxidermy so like he saw it before she put it in the freezer basically (laughs) uh but so he was obsessed with this thing. So when he sees something that looks almost exactly the same, a hairless looking dog with some weird shriveled back legs, he shoots it multiple times. Now, the DNA test, I could not find full results for the DNA test. I looked at articles from like a year ago. I looked at articles from a couple of years after this happened. There's no actual release results because they don't want you to know but one of the biologists that did work with that animal was pretty positive it was a coyote and other biologists that have seen the pictures think it was a hairless coyote 
So a coyote with mange, which a coyote in Texas, easy to find. So <laughs> what? Yeah, and one with mange, unfortunately, creepily easy to find. Animals with mange in Texas are really easy to find. There's a lot of them, it seems like, which mm-hmm. is a weird thing, but just in general. Uh, but the, his case was huge. It was all over the news, tons of different news reportings, and then a lot of it was taken down after a biologist kind of said it was a coyote and that this kid had just killed an innocent animal. Yeah. And from what I still know now, people still want him prosecuted for killing an innocent creature. Because... Can he? He's not allowed to just kill a random creature. It is illegal. Oh. It is, yeah. No, there's sanctions against that. So he, you are not allowed to just kill a random animal. He claims it was on his property. So does his father. They claim it was on the property, which is why he was allowed to kill it. But also, you're still not allowed to just shoot a coyote on your property. Yeah. That is also, I mean, animals are protected. They have their own rights. So people want him prosecuted still for killing an innocent coyote, basically. Or an innocent chupacabra. Or an innocent chupacabra. Regardless. Which is also still a good point. If you find a chupacabra, please don't just shoot it. You know, it's just like Bigfoot. If you see Bigfoot, take a picture because that's much better than shooting the thing in the face. Yeah. So, or unless you have a tracker, you happen to have a tracker in your gun when you're hunting, just fire off that dart and then you can track it. There you go. Just don't kill it, whatever you do. But then we have right after that, a case in 2014. Is this the most recent? This is the most recent that I could find that mattered. Okay. There are a couple others where it was like someone says they spotted a chupacabra, but there's no information other than that. It's just like some dude down in Texas like, yeah, I was walking out on my lawn and there is something that I didn't quite see because I didn't have my glasses, but it looked <laughs> like a dog that could have been dangerous. I mean, it's possible. There's we, also We just had a Mothman sighting. There's also a sighting that's actually a video sighting uh, from the front of a police car. And it's one of the most famous sightings. But nothing came of it. So it's like it, they have footage of this thing running away, but it looks like a coyote with mange running away from a police car that is constantly driving towards it. <laughs> so no wonder it's running away. Uh, but in 2014, we have another highly publicized case, which is a couple in Ratcliffe, Texas, that captured a chupacabra and put it in a cage and fed it dog food. Uh <laughs> They caught it in a tree in their backyard, and they claim that they've hunted all kinds of things like raccoons and coyotes and uh, all, all different types of creatures. That, Man, what do they say about it? Yeah. Uh, they specifically said that after hunting all those things, this thing is something like they've never seen before. What? So. Wow. I've never heard I've, that one before. I've never seen nothing like this before. So, anyway, they put it in a cage. They feed it dog food, which is pretty interesting for a blood-sucking creature to just (laughs) pick up dog food with its paws and eat it. And this is one of the most important things, is this thing's pretty small. It looks a bit different than the other chupacabras that we've seen. Yeah, it's like they caught it in like a a raccoon trap. Yeah, and it has fingers. (laughs) It has fingers, guys. It's got like little raccoon fingers. Because it's raccoon. And you know what's kind of hard to notice a raccoon is a raccoon that with no fur because they don't have their famous mask on. They mm. don't have an, a raccoon mask. They're just bland looking creatures. <laughs> Poor little just naked boy. Looks like a little naked mole rat, but, <laughs> but dog large. style. Yeah. Uh, but this thing, basically, they kept it in a cage for a while. They claimed that it was a chupacabra. It was eventually found out that this thing is most likely a raccoon. It looks like a raccoon. It eats like a raccoon. It was just a sad raccoon with mange. Uh, They did put it down. There's only one video that's still up of it in the cage. And that's only because there's like some defunct news site that I found that doesn't, they don't post anything or update their page anymore. So they still had it up, Mm. but that's the only video I could find of that thing. That's it. But they kept it in a cage for a little while. They eventually put it down because they kind of were told that it was a raccoon with mange. So the best thing to do would be to put it out of its misery, which they did. So that's about it for witness yeah, testimonies. For the important um, witness testimonies. Yeah. And I don't know if you can tell by the tone in our voices, but uh, witness testimonies are not always super reliable. Right. We love you, Texas and listeners in Texas, but for the love of God, please stop killing coyotes. Just quit shooting at things that you don't <laughs> know what they are. You don't do that. Don't, don't shoot at things you don't know. So let's get into the 
crazy shit, okay? Uh, is the chupacabra an alien animal pet that got dumped on Earth and now has bred into multiple? What do you think? <laughs> uh, I'm probably not. Maybe, well, though. You're a liar. Yeah. You're, you're a sheeple like the rest of them, okay? Um, so I, I know a lot of this goes off of, uh, especially the original sighting, where it looks definitely a lot more alien-like, but it's a big part of... There's like there's like two sides where people think, oh, it's just a weird-looking animal that sucks blood, or it's an alien animal that sucks blood. Right. So this is the other half of the conspiracy here with this. So... Saying it's an alien kind of links it worldwide to cattle mutilations, like, in general. So a lot of the theory is that chupacabras are the creatures that are mutilating cattle for the aliens. And at the same time in Puerto Rico in 1995, there was a huge burst of UFO sightings. So people also connect those things together. There were a couple sightings of actual greys, greylians, as Cam likes to call them. Uh, there were some reports of like lost time and inability to move in the area, like when they see these kinds of sightings. Yeah, like UFOs. the Tim Allen Santa Claus. He could freeze time. He could. Yeah, you don't remember that? No, he had like a no. special remote control. It was like uh, it was like that remote control from Click, Adam Sandler. He just kind of paused time. But Lord, he's yeah. just gonna go over every movie from 2005. Oh, I could I could <laughs> reference anything with anything else. Yeah. Um. Sure. Okay. Uh, another theory that I saw about it being an alien on one of the lovely conspiracy websites is that maybe it has cloaking abilities. That, ex- that explains how it was never found. So this thing is like a predator alien dog with cloaking abilities. So just a predator's dog? Yeah. <laughs> now that is also another thing, is that some think it's an alien animal and specifically exhibits animal-like tendencies, but is an alien. And so they're thinking maybe aliens had pet dogs or pet chupacabras, and then one got left on Earth, right? Yeah. Uh, so here is the description that I found for why maybe it's an alien animal. The chupacabra is like a normal animal in the sense that it exhibits normal mating and group behavior. Its food source is the blood of animals. The chupacabra does not drink the blood of humans and is only limited to the blood of animals. The species dwells underneath the soil in cave-like structures whose origins and makeup are currently unknown. I would like to just point out normal mating and group behavior. Yeah. We've never seen them in a group. Yeah. Or mating. If you have seen you know? chupacabras mating... <laughs> Please take a video of that or a photo or something. Since there's multiple, I don't know. Yeah, that they must be mating and spreading, but, and I guess swimming across the. But then there's also the other thing where apparently the puncture wounds on the neck seem to suggest intelligence, like it knew where to bite. Yeah, like aiming for arteries and things like that. But I mean, vampire bats do that. could also be instinct. Yeah, I mean, vampire bats do that. But I mean, if we're talking about an alien animal. Right. Could have instincts. No, it could. So, um, yeah, it could be an alien. It could be an alien's pet or both. There is another, even more fringe theory. Just keep falling down this rabbit hole even harder. We just hit a, we hit an even steeper slope right here. Uh, there's another theory that says it was an alien collecting blood samples to spread AIDS. They were using the chupacabra to collect blood samples to take blood... <laughs> I broke Cameron. <laughs> so spread AIDS. The dumbest theory. That's the dumbest theory. Even though I think the AIDS crisis was in the 80s, right? God. Which was almost two decades before this. That is the dumbest. First of all, that's a lot of chickens that have AIDS. <laughs> second of all, why is that the first thing you jump to? Is AIDS, know. of I, all things. God, I... <laughs> I love Goddamn these. government using blood-sucking dogs to kill Freddie Mercury. Well, goddamn it, Fucking Cameron. assholes. Speaking of the government, <laughs> they are assholes. Okay? Because there's another theory. Let's keep going here. All right? There's another theory. Some of the Puerto Ricans in the area believe that these chupacabras are a secret U.S. project to exploit the people there further. 
And by further, I mean a lot of Puerto Ricans think that the U.S. is exploiting them to start with, which is fair. Now, that's not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> no, that's uh, fine. Yeah, we already did a whole thing on that with Dolce Base, how they exploit their own people. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I could totally because see that. I did read about that, too, how they think that. Well, there was there was actually, so what I read is, uh, I couldn't find anything concrete, but what I did see is at least enough record that seems like they were doing experiments there at some point in time. Mm-hmm. So the government was there doing something, and but, all I read was that they were caught, but there wasn't a lot of information. So but Puerto Rico is one true. of our territories, right? So we were allowed to have stuff there. I don't know. It's, yeah, no, it is. Never mind. I do know that. Yeah. So we probably do have bases and shit there. But, um, so this theory is that, uh... The Chupacabra is the result of a bunch of top-secret U.S. scientific experiments done in the El Yunque Forest, which is not far from Tolentino, that first witness chick. It's not far from her hometown. And uh, one of the Chupacabras, or many of the Chupacabras, actually escaped the experiment. And so this kind of this kind of connects back to the Phyllis thing that you talked about, where she claims that she sent the DNA in to five different universities and all of them came back identical. And that apparently it doesn't match any animal in the archive. Yeah, that's what she claims. That's what but, she claims. Uh... <laughs> Except, so here's my problem with that. She's a rancher who just like lost some chickens and is kind of yeah. mad about it. So I don't know where she was able to like get all this DNA testing done and like immediately get results and be able to cross check things. She did get DNA testing done and her response to what she, to what she got, like her statements about the, yeah, because didn't they say it was a coyote? It's a coyote crossed with a Mexican wolf. That's what she has. That's proven. That's what the DNA test results came back as. That's what the labs labs that she sent them to made a statement. Mm -hmm. They made a statement saying it was a coyote crossed with a Mexican wolf. She, However, says that that's not true. Yeah, and that she it's says not they're an lying. animal in the archive. Her However, thing is that they don't match any animal in the archive, and she's done this with five different places. Also, this thing is some type of canine-like creature. Yeah, it's gonna at least come back as a canine-like creature, mm-hmm. no matter what. So even if you can't get a solid DNA sample, you're gonna be able to figure that out. Unless it's an alien. Unless then it's an alien, lying. I guess. But I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing, is that she claims that, and she still has the animal on display. As far as I know, she still does. Uh, I know she did as of, like, 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find pictures of it on the internet. We it's will also post it in our newsletter Yes, it will be posted Friday. in the newsletter. It is kind Can't of an adorable that. little creature. What? It's... It's, it's, like, it's like the naked mole rat from Kim Possible, <laughs> but a dog. <laughs> That'd be, like, the, the dopest companion to have. He's so cool. Sure. I feel bad for him because he was probably struggling with mange. He was probably in a lot of pain. Wow. But. He's okay now. The beautiful little creature. So. Yeah. So there's that whole thing where it's a, it's a genetics experiment. Yeah. She and also has a zebra on display. <laughs> I'm sure that this, you could dig this hole even deeper and probably find something about how it's a genetic experiment crossing animals with alien DNA or something. Uh, see Dolce Base episodes a few weeks ago. Um, I mean, I'm surprised I didn't run into anything that was like, these are actually Hitler's Nazi dogs that were finally <laughs> experimented on with aliens that now suck yeah. blood across because Hitler ran to South America, so he brought his dogs with him and then they got out and now they're running around oh. killing chickens. Is that your three? No, but I did make that up on the spot, but I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't see anything like that because usually well, we do find stuff I like that. I did find a little conspiracy website that had a whole page with no breaks in paragraphs about the U.S. and its lies and its genetic testing, and I could not get through it. I tried to skim it, but the text is so bad that I couldn't skim it. So I, if you want to dig into this more, you could probably find more, but or, God, it was hardly worth it. If you want to dig into it the same way, just probably get really high or drunk and watch X-Files, as I'm sure most of these theories come from. So, yeah. yeah, so... I would like to say on the note of it being possibly an alien pet, 
if we want to go that route, mm-hmm. then I think what was tackled in Puerto, Puerto Rico and attacked, right? Like the, the, the species one? looking one. Yeah. I think that was the handler. It was a Graylian in a suit that was actually handling the chupacabra. Or flip side of that, it was a canine-like thing. And what he thinks, what that guy thought were quills, mm-hmm. was actually just dirty dog hair. Which I don't know if you've ever <laughs> rubbed your hand over like a dog that is filthy. It can get kind of sharp and weird. But if you're wrestling with that, you might think it's scratchy like quills. I guess. So I don't think the kid actually wrestled with it. but Maybe. Sure. There's always like an air of possibility. Maybe he tried to tackle what he thought was that, but he hit a porcupine. Well, the thing with that story is she said that she saw it and kind of just like that was the end of it. Like yeah. it ran away. And then later it came out that there were other people involved in tackling and tackling. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. And then last wild theory. Pretty simple. The chupacabra and Bigfoot are the same. It's a shapeshifter that is also Bigfoot. Yeah. That's it. There's, there's <laughs> one guy I think we've talked about on the podcast before. Don't remember his name. Uh, but he claims that all, all cryptids are misidentified Bigfoots. Every single cryptid. Didn't we talk about him in the Crestone episode? I believe. I don't remember. I don't remember when we talked about it. Was it some dude in San Luis Valley? Just no. It wasn't just... Maybe it was San Luis Valley. I don't remember. Anyway, this dude thinks that all cryptids are Bigfoot. That includes, like, Nessie. So... <laughs> Nessie? Yeah. He said, he said all cryptids. Or I guess he said most. But, I mean, they're, like, Thunderbirds. Did cryptid... Did fucking Bigfoot grow wings? guess so. It's a shape Using a hang glider. You know, I've never looked into the connection between missing hang gliders and Thunderbirds and Bigfoot sightings. <laughs> I think I've just cracked the case. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So uh, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that there were sightings in the 70s, which is probably the earliest that I could find. But it wasn't quite a Bigfoot. It was something a little different. Uh, and in 1975... There were a bunch of sightings of something called El Vampiro de Mocha. And it was around the same area, like in Puerto Rico. And a lot of people refer to this as the original sighting of the Chupacabra. Except it was described more as like a vampiric bird monster. And it did the same thing as the Chupacabra. It, it apparently sucked the blood out of cows. Uh, the injuries perfectly matched typical dog bites, like the injuries on the neck, which is weird if it was like a bird yeah, like, like the thing. Fangs yeah. yeah. And at the same time, there were tons of UFO sightings, just like in 1995. And this includes all the different kinds that I mentioned before you know, alien sightings, UFOs of all different shapes, cigar, disc, pancake, I've heard used. And then. There were a lot of, like, reported miracles happening, like blood dripping from religious images at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I would like to throw something out there. Yeah. It's kind of a wild part for this. Like, now, picture a bird. Mm-hmm. Take away the beak. Mm-hmm. Now, if you give it fangs, still mm-hmm. picturing a bird. Take away its feathers. Give it fur. Big ears the fuck that could bite into it i just guess. imagine no, that creature that sounds terrifying i would call it something like a vampire bat <laughs> <laughs> just thought the what, progress what you're describing sounds like a vampire bat a flying no. creature that bites in with like fangs but it sucked the blood out of cows Vampire bats bite cows and lick the blood but off it sucked all the blood out of the cows okay let's talk about sucking blood can we talk about the sucked blood no no, no. There's one more thing. Okay. Um, if you refer to this nice picture that I put in here. I do like that picture. Yes. Uh, that is actually the type of bird that I think are, is the culprit. Oh. Except that kind of bird. God, I can't remember what it was called. I should have written that down. <laughs> uh, it, it sucks the milk out of cows, usually. Which I guess if you damage a cow's udder and remove its milk too quickly it goes blind and can die that's a awful biology yeah but this type of bird 
I will put it in the newsletter. It was, people thought it was the culprit, but it doesn't suck blood is the only thing, so. Yeah, so I found an art, I actually found a newspaper, I don't know when this is from, it doesn't have a date on it, but it's a, uh, oh no it does, it is from 1975. Nice. Uh, June 27th, I believe. Okay. So this, sorry, my Spanish is rusty, but, <laughs> uh, so basically, this article from 1975, they're saying that it is uh, it is a white vampire bat. Oh. Yeah, that's what they're claiming it is. And they have a picture of a bat, which I don't think is supposed to be the bat. But they're claiming that it is El Vampiro Blanco. Mm. So, yeah, it just looks like a little bat. Yeah, they're, what they're saying in this article, my Spanish is rusty. <laughs> But what they are claiming is that it is a white vampire bat that's being mistaken for a bird. That's what most of this is. And they're also asking for people who have seen it to call in. But it is it is probably the, the earliest connection you can make to a chupacabra in the same area. It's an animal that was sucking blood out of things, killing livestock, and the bites were very similar to dog bites. Which yeah. is kind of the connection there. That's what they're saying right here, too, is they're saying that it's similar to, like, canine bites, but they're also saying that it's very large, so it's a bigger than a usual vampire bat. Vampire bats can be huge. Yeah, I don't know how big they can actually get. I, uh, vampire bats. They can, they can get about... No, they're not huge. Uh, they can get about 3.1 inches. So that's their that's their length. That's the common vampire bat, and its wingspan, adorably, is about <laughs> thirty five to forty centimeters. Aww. Oh man, <laughs> fear me! <laughs> that's that's just oh adorable. God. Now, can we talk about how that animal is the only thing that is able to suck blood and survive for a reason? Well, that's not the only thing that's able to suck blood and survive. Leeches do that quite well. Yeah, yeah, but it's one of the only creatures for the reason that they have special anatomy that allows them to metabolize blood. Yes. And again, they don't suck it. Yeah. They bite, they let it bleed, and then they lick the wound. Mm -hmm. And that's how vampire bats get their blood. Mm -hmm. Is they bite cows because cows can't do anything against them. And they suck the blood or get, lap the blood up off yeah. their fur. <laughs> But dogs have never been found to have anything like that. No. I, that's the same thing with all the people who claim to be vampires. Like, you can't actually live off of blood. There's a certain, yeah, you need, there's a certain biological need that you have. And blood is not one of and those. And mammals typically don't have that kind of anatomy to yeah, digest blood. Usually, if you digest too much blood, you will throw up as well. <laughs> Your body is not meant to handle that much iron. Either. Yeah. So, not good for you. But let's talk about one of the most important factors here. One of the most important things is that all of these animals are found, and when you cut them open, they don't bleed. No blood spits out. Mm -hmm. And this is due to something called lividity, which is when a creature dies, the blood pools, any creature, the blood pools at the lowest end of the body, depending on how it's laying or sitting or whatever. Well, yeah, because all the pressure in your body dies, right. so the gravity just pulls it And the blood co the lowest coagulates part. because of that. You're no longer circulating it through the body, so it's slowly getting thicker and thicker. Now, when you find this creature and you cut it open, you're not going to have any blood. Mm -hmm. It's no different than if you do a handstand for too long. The blood will slowly start to rush to your head because your body is not meant to be able to push that blood back down. Um, just the way humans are developed. But if you stood like that long enough, the blood would all be entirely in the lower end of your body. So then if you cut into your foot, no blood. So that's what this is basically doing. And because it's coagulating, it's, it's even thicker than you'd usually expect, meaning you'd have to actually go in and find it. Yeah, that's my problem with most of these ones is they're like, we found these chickens with no blood. And it's like, if you... if this animal supposedly killed it with just a bite in the neck. You wouldn't really find any blood coming out of it because it's not a big enough wound. Well, and, and so then once it's dead for a while, the blood is just, like you just said, is going to coagulate and it's not going to bleed. And it'd be hard to suck out all of the blood. I mean, like, it would take a large tick to suck out all of the blood but from a creature. But also, nobody, 
I don't know, like, most of these stories don't include the people who found them cutting open these animals to actually check. Right. They're just like, the blood is There's gone. There's no blood in this wound, but which... did you check? Exactly. And, like, when I say big tick or large tick, I want to make sure that people understand. I'm not saying, like, a two-inch tick. I'm saying, like, you'd have to have, like, a ten-foot tick. Good God. To absorb a cow. Well, that's a cryptid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah. that's that's an important part of this whole thing, because it kind of destroys the reason why they're not finding blood. Now, that doesn't mean there's not some random creature running around killing things with a bite. There's mm-hmm. a possibility that there's just some serial killing dog creature on the loose. Well, actually, it's not uncommon either for dogs and coyotes or whatever to kill their prey and then just kind of leave it. Which is also very because, important. Yeah. I mean, it happens all the time, especially with coyotes, which are extremely yeah. skittish. And but, if they get scared, they're going to run. Well, and that's the thing is like, this is pertaining, like, for instance, in Colorado, we just had, uh, we were voting for a measure this last election to reintroduce wolves back into the natural environment. Mm-hmm. And part of that measure is to protect cattle farmers because wolves will kill them. Yeah. Which is, but also just leave them. Exactly. Yeah. They're not going to drag them away. I mean, sometimes they can't or sometimes they're not going to. And then by the time other creatures get to it, it's sometimes hard to tell what's going on. Now, this is still different than cattle mutilations where those are completely different. Right. Okay. It's, you've got like surgery sliced earlobes. Yeah. Because this like, isn't quite a shit. cattle mutilation with no. all these cases. It's mostly just a lot of dead cattle. Right. So, but I mean, it's also... It doesn't seem like they're as mangled even as, like, general wolf attacks either. Yeah. So, I mean, it is kind of weird, but it's really not that weird. No, and there's <laughs> nothing... The problem. There's nothing to show that it's a type of creature that we've never seen before either. I mean, it's a it's a canine-like bite, which could be a lot of things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of options for that. I mean, it could be everything from just, like, a mangy dog to a raccoon to... Or a mountain lion. A mountain lion. Yeah, so it's... Especially it's something with Puerto fangs. Rico, like, I mean, it's with fangs. It could be a snake that got too close to the thing and got freaked out. Mm-hmm. It could be so many other things. Yeah. But that's I, that's like the entirety of the chupacabra. So basically, it was probably just a mangy something. Dog, coyote, raccoon. Everything that's been mange, so far. Yeah. Severe mange makes animals look really sad and very alien like i mean they yeah. look terrible yeah well, their especially... skin is riddled with scabs they've lost all their hair it doesn't look normal no well and especially when you look at things like raccoons which are denoted by the different colors on their fur yeah their skin doesn't look like that underneath <laughs> they're they, just weird little naked they're just weird little pink creatures or actually i guess they're kind of like purplish creatures but that's all they are. So they don't they don't look like anything specific. You have to look at the other details. Like I don't know if they have little raccoon fingers. And if, <laughs> little raccoon fingers are very specific. And if you catch a chupacabra, and you give it dog food, and it eats the dog food, it's not a chupacabra. It survives off of blood. Yeah. Not off of dog food. It's not going to eat it. Yeah. The best way to test it, put some blood in front of it. Yeah. Toss the chicken in the cage. If you put a bowl of blood in there and it sucks it I don't up. I you're going to get a bowl of blood. Or it asks for a straw. <laughs> there, I think you got yourself a chupacabra. But, and if you do that, you, you put that video up everywhere. You're going to be rich. Yeah. Um, another funny thing I wanted to mention is, so like when all these cases started rising up, people were bringing in just dead mangy everything. Yeah. Which almost all of them ended up just being dogs, coyotes, you know, whatever. But one of them was a fish. Oh, yeah. One of the ones they found that was <laughs> a chupacabra like, was you... a fish. I could not find the photo. I, don't, no, I wanted I don't know what to it find looked one like, but so it must bad. have been fucked up real bad for them to be like, oh, my God, it's a dog creature. I don't even. Yeah. If you find a dried up fish, if it smells like a fish, it's not a chupacabra. <laughs> just let's, just, there. <laughs> let's just go with that. Unless the chupacabra is some water creature, like some aquatic creature oh, that we different. don't know about. But maybe. But that yeah. was my favorite thing. It was just like people started bringing in dogs and coyotes and things with mange but one was actually a fish <laughs> come on people goodness uh yeah but i mean that's that's what we have for the chupacabra but it was probably aliens it was probably aliens sam what do you think it was i don't think it was a fish uh i think it was probably just mass hysteria yeah i think if there's animals killing cattle there have been since we've had cattle farmers cattle ranchers mm-hmm. like i mean it's just it's a thing that's been around forever it's a thing that's been around since long before like modern civilization. 
You have cows. Cows are meat. Other creatures eat meat. Kill cow. Yeah. But, I, mean, I, yeah. I think it was just something with bad skin problems. Yeah. Things can also be born without hair. If I think you end just, up getting something without hair, it does look really fucking creepy. I wouldn't be surprised if there was, like, a coyote with mange that went and killed a chicken. I mean, mm-hmm. sure. That's perfectly plausible. But I do really love the theory with the, it's an alien pet. <laughs> it could be an alien pet. If, or a genetic experiment. If I want to go with the fun one, I really want to believe it's an alien pet. Yeah, he just he left their poor little dog behind <laughs> after abducting a bunch of humans. Very fast dog. Very fast dog. It has to go from South America to apparently to North America. Like there were sightings in Oregon and Michigan. Yeah, and then it what was the like, ah, oh, I don't like these places. Then went back to Texas. Oh God, yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's yeah. Chupacabra. Tell us what you think on the interwebs. Tell us if you've caught one. Tell us if your neighbors caught one. Uh, send us a picture. Yeah. But we have started doing a newsletter. Yay! So it'll be a companion to this episode. We release them every Friday now. And basically it'll be full of nice little conspiracy tidbits and all of the visual evidence that we talk about in here. It'll just be a lot easier to compile it all into one. Yes. Yeah. And we have an Instagram. Yeah, we have an Instagram. You see Burb and all of his glory. So you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Conspiracy What. You can also find any books. I don't know if there were any for this one, but any books for our previous episodes. You can find that on our Goodreads. Yeah. Is that it? We also have an email if you want to send us your ideas and you don't really feel like being on social media because the NSA is following you. Totally understand. Go to the library, log into your email on a secure site, and send us an email at conspiracywhat at gmail.com. Yeah, and tune in next week because we have a very special guest with us <laughs> next week. Yes. So tune in for that one. Should be a good time. And the conspiracy is fun too. So. Yep. Yeah. That's about it. I'm an alley. I'm Cameron. And remember to always stay stitious and shoot things with a camera, not with a gun. <laughs> That's the important. Good tip. <laughs> All right, conspiracy, goodbye.